Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Was salatu was salamu ala Muhammadin wa alihi at-tahirin. The 10th of the holy month of Ramadan marks the day in which the messenger of God Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam loses his beloved wife Khadija alayhi salam his wife of 24 years who dedicated so much to the prophetic message and to the religion of Islam. History recollects some sacrifice in terms of her wealth, in terms of her time, in terms of her being that she gave to the Prophet And thus when she passes away on this day, Prophet Muhammad was so overcome with grief he was so overcome with sadness, of course, over the loss of someone that he confided in and that he let out to whenever he was going through any difficulty. And for someone who has read and understands the life and the legacy of our Messenger, وسلم, you know exactly how much hardship he had to go through, particularly during those early days in the holy city of Mecca. His family members turned away. His close friends and confidants rejected him and even fought him. And there was every attempt to take the life of the Prophet But Khadija, his beloved wife, always stood by his side, ready to sacrifice and ready to give, and ready to spend time and ready to listen and ready to console every moment that the Messenger needed that support. And thus that grief that the Prophet feels is a grief which is natural, a grief which is human, a grief which we can also take lesson from. Life is often filled with difficulties and with trials and tribulations and the loss of loved ones. And many times people, they fail to grasp exactly how they should respond when they encounter difficulties like that, of the loss of a loved one. On one level, the whole Qur'an speaks about the importance of being patient. وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوءِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشَرِ الصَّابِرِينَ That we will try you by the loss of wealth, by your health, by the loss of loved ones, and so on and so forth. وَبَشَرِ الصَّابِرِينَ But give glad tidings to those who are patient. And on the other side, we see Prophet Yaqub weep for his son Yusuf to the extent that his sons are fearful that he's going to become blind or that he's going to die. His sons came to him. They said, Oh, our father, every time you remember Yusuf, your tears overcome you and we're afraid. We're afraid that you might die over your grief. So on one side, we talk about patience. On the other side, we see a prophet of God grieving the way that he does. And in this example of the messenger, historical reports suggest that the state of the messenger of God after the passing of Khadija is that he was so overwhelmed with grief. How exactly are we supposed to deal with the loss of a loved one, the loss of a child, the loss of a parent, grandparent, aunt, uncle, sibling, whatever it may be. 
and were given some instruction within the whole Qur'an and within the traditions of Ahlul Bayt that often reconcile this challenge that many people face. Firstly and foremostly, it's important to balance this notion of grief with one's faith or religious identity by not complaining to God and saying, Oh God, why is this happening to me? Or to reject God entirely. Oftentimes when we go through a difficulty for people who don't put God in the equation during the course of their lives, whenever they go through a tragedy, they're going to be quick to blame Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and forget the fact that this world is all about causes and effects. And to submit toward the divine decree of God doesn't mean you can't be upset as well. doesn't mean you can't go through grief. And again, we learn that from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala. In a verse of the whole Qur'an, after the sons of Yaqub come to him, and they say, Oh, our father, every time you remember Joseph, you weep and we're afraid that you're going to die. How does he respond? He says, قَالَ إِنَّمَا عَشْكُوا بَثِّي وَهُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ وَأَعْلَمُوا مِنَ اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ He says, Oh, my sons, I'm not crying solely because I remember my son, but rather in my tears and in my grief, أَشْكُوا بَثِّي وَحُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ He said, I am transforming my grief into communion with my Lord. When we go through that hardship, or when you are surrounded by those who are going through difficulty, it's important that we are careful with the words that we choose. When the Prophet ﷺ, when Yaqub loses his son Yusuf, when the Messenger loses Khadija, it's not that his grief is such that he's complaining to God about, Oh Allah, why did this happen to me? But rather, he's allowing for his tears to transform into dua, into a form of supplication with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When people go through difficulties many a times, it's the moment when they're closest to God. Because they realize, again, the transient nature of this world. And we go through those experiences naturally and normally. And so one important step that we should take in understanding grief is that many times it's an opportunity for people to transform their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And through the tears that we shed and through the shattering of heart that we feel, it's an opportunity again to find the all-merciful Lord who is waiting for us. Similarly, our responsibilities when we see family members who have lost loved ones or friends is that it's important to offer consolation. In the period of Jahiliyyah, meaning in the pre-prophetic period, when someone would die, the community would visit the grieving family. And the Prophet of Mercy, Rasulullah he established the practice of sending food for three days to the family, which is why you'll find in many of our communities and cultures that after someone passes away, it's not encouraged to burden them with so much visitation in those first few days, but again, to let them grieve to let them deal with those obstacles and challenges. But to send them food so they don't have the burden of responsibility of cooking. مَنْ اللَّهُ فِي يَوْمَ لَا إِلَّا In the hadith from Imam Amir al-Mu'mineen Ali alayhi salam, 
He says that the one who consoles the grieving person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect him under his shade on that day when there will be no shade, meaning on the day of judgment. So it's important again to offer the sense of consolation. When the Prophet wasallam he loses Khadija, peace and blessings be upon her, he only had a few confidants and few supporters. So imagine the difficulty that he was going through at that moment. When you see someone who's lost, or when you yourself lose, find those who you can confide in, who you can communicate with, who you can spend time with. There's no harm in sharing your grief, again, particularly when you're going through times of hardship and difficulty. And another hadith mentions the importance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala offering a sense of divine support to the one who's grieving. In a hadith from Imam al-Sadiq alayhi salam, he states, إِنَّ الْمَيِّتِ إِذَا مَاتَ بَعَثَ اللَّهُ مَلَكًا إِلَىٰ أَوْجَعُ أَحْلِهِ فَمَسَهَا عَلَىٰ قَلْبِهِ فَأَنْسَاءَهُ لَوْأَةُ الْحُزْنِ وَلَوْلَىٰ ذَلِكَ لَمْ تُعَمِّرْ دُنْيَا he says that when someone passes away and when someone dies, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appoints an angel. Appoints an angel to go to the closest family members of the one who has lost their loved one. Such that that angel touches their heart and allows for them to forget the grief and the pain that they felt. Of course, the grief and the pain never is entirely forgotten. But if, as the hadith continues, if that same pain that we felt on the first day of the loss of someone that we loved and that we cared about remained in the heart, we wouldn't be able to continue living. When the Prophet ﷺ, he loses Khadija, if it was that same grief, how would he be able to continue his life? We as believers have a responsibility to finding a sense of balance between grief and, again, our religion. When we learn from the Prophet ﷺ, when he loses Khadija, peace and blessings be upon her, is number one, that his grief was not a grief. Again, whereby he was questioning the lordship or the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, when we grieve, as we learn from the Messenger of God, our grief should be some sort of transformative experience that we call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seeking His mercy and seeking His compassion and turning back to Him and seeing that as an opportunity the same way that we pray for our deceased. And thirdly, if we see someone who is grieving, what we learn again from this episode of the Messenger and his beloved wife Khadija, is that it becomes an opportunity for us to go and console those who have lost a loved one with our care, or with our compassion, in the same way that the Prophet would do so for others and in the same way that his closest of confidants would did for him on a day like this one. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy upon our deceased. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us paradise next to Muhammad in wa'ala. And we ask God for the tawfiq to do that which is needful. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahumma ala Muhammad in wa'ala al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jaffer and look out for him on Facebook.